Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. I've lived the life of a hired hand I've lived the life of a working man I've lived the life of a gypsy too And I have lived the life of a drunken fool Howdy, my name is Sweeter Monster And we're burning daylight Good morning, everybody How's everyone doing today? beautiful day in western Nevada it's gonna get hot got pretty damn warm yesterday and uh, you can feel it getting there today but it's not too bad right now so I'm gonna try to do a little work outside I'm, uh, I'm on dad duty today my wife and my sister-in-law are up at Lake Tahoe running a half marathon <clears throat> slash walking uh, and then 
they went up and stayed the night last night, so me and the me and the kids are chilling today, so let's see if I can't get anything done without somebody crying and screaming or breaking a bone. The feedback has been just outstanding. You guys are awesome. Uh, keep it up, keep liking, keep sharing, spreading the word, and uh, yeah, I, I appreciate all everything y'all are doing. It's been really been pretty cool. So I read an article today. Uh, it was uh, maybe it was like a one of those like spam emails, but it was something uh, something along those lines. But it was when a chance to have a beer with Elizabeth Warren on the campaign trail. <laughs> when a beer with Pocahontas herself. Oh God, how awkward would that be? Like. <laughs> If I had won that chance, like I, I'm, I'm half Mexican, and I, I can rock a pretty mean Pancho Villa stash. If, if I had won a chance to drink a beer with Elizabeth Warren, I would, I would go as far cholo as I could, like just look as absolutely Mexican as possible, and. Speak with a very heavy accent. And mind you, I don't speak Spanish much at all. My wife is fluent, and she is a, a blonde-haired, green-eyed white girl. And she speaks fluent Spanish. I, yeah, I look like the direct descendant of Pancho Villa. And I, I can understand quite a bit, and I can speak very, very little. But I would play... The Mexican card up as hard as I could and just to see her pander to me and uh, and then pretended to be offended when she suggested we get tacos and uh, <laughs> and just troll the shit out of her but I that woman has like just been beaten into submission by Trump she <laughs> He, he trolled her so fucking hard. It was unbelievable. For like two years, he harped on the fact that she was a fake Indian and told her to get her, get a DNA test and, you know, offered a million dollars to a charity of her choice. And she, she finally did in secret. And then she releases the results, and he's like, who cares? And the worst part about it, he said, was that he couldn't call her Pocahontas anymore because it was proven that she wasn't Indian. And that was, that was it. Then he refused to pay money to her charity. Just absolutely just worked her over for two years and then just ignored it. <laughs> and, uh, and now she's running for president, and you can win a, a chance to... To go drink a beer with with old uh, Mama Cherokee herself. So, oh, what a time to be alive! These uh, the Democratic debates are coming up here. I think next week or something like that. And I I may do like a live broadcast as they're 
as they're debating because they are all running so far to the left like it just it's become stupid so it ought to be very entertaining and i may I, i'm not i'm not decided on it yet but i may do a, a, a podcast with my live reactions to it because i'm you know trump is going to be live tweeting these debates so this could be fun we'll see what happens though So a couple of family members had uh, brought it to my attention that I always talk about my horses, and as you probably noticed, all but one of them that I've mentioned so far have been mares, and uh, I was told I probably ought to explain why I'm riding mares. Well, first and foremost, a mare is typically, typically going to be a little cheaper than a gilding, or studs, so, uh, and studs are just kind of assholes, uh, and unless you got a real good one, uh, not really any, any point in having one, so, uh, and gildings, they're gonna run you a little bit more money, because they're a little easier to deal with than a mare, and, uh, and so therefore they're a lot more popular, a lot of ranches don't allow you to have a mare anyways, so, uh, a lot of guys just typically ride gildings. And uh, I have nothing against a gilding, but being a broke cowhand that I am, uh, I typically buy the cheapest horse I can find and try to make something decent out of them. And with mixed success, some of them they're just they they are what they are. There's a, the price the price they have on them is for a good reason. So, uh, but every now and then you can find some diamonds and. Uh, and I, I really like to ride mares because even though they are a little little harder to deal with, being uh, that they're, they're female, um, just like, uh, kind of like a woman, you're gonna butt heads every now and then, uh, typically about once a month. And uh, <clears throat> that's kind of how it goes, but they, they've got a whole lot more try than most gildings and they, they're typically not gonna quit you. And, uh, and they just they uh, they try their heart out for you for you and uh, but you've got to earn their respect. They they will try you and they will try you. But once uh, once they finally figure out that you're not going to give up, then they usually kind of settle in and uh, and typically they're kind of in your pocket and they and then they just uh, they will go and go and go and try <coughs> and you can. You can hook onto something real big, and they might be about to get pulled over, but they're damn sure gonna try and get them stopped for you. And that's kind of why I ride mares. Said so they're a little harder to sell, and uh, and they don't bring as much money usually, but uh, they work pretty good for me. And uh, so whenever I I have a couple horses in my string the gildings are usually the first to go because they sell quicker and uh and i i kind of kind of partial to my mares so if anybody was wondering that's kind of my my line of thinking uh, it may not work for everybody but that's kind of how it works for me and uh i guess let me know what your what your thoughts are uh you know post something on the facebook page or send me a message on Facebook or Instagram and uh, let me know what your your ideas on on horses are 
So I got a uh, request for the talking out my ass segment, and uh, some of the good ones I got was Chernobyl and quantum physics, which both were pretty good. But the one I think I can really run with is uh, from my buddy Jake. Uh, he's a old college buddy of mine. Uh, he is some sort of engineer guy for a car company up in Detroit. So he suggested uh, off-season off NBA trade rumors, which uh, right up my alley. I haven't missed a second of basketball action in at least three years. So um, the Raptors just won the NBA Finals. So obviously LeBron is going to Canada. He's chasing another ring. Uh, LA is just not going to do it for him. And uh, Toronto is the hot new place. So LeBron's definitely going to... To Toronto but it's probably going to be a multi-team uh, deal so that being said you're probably looking at Jordan coming back but he will be playing for Milwaukee and um, Barkley's still probably going to be doing his thing there behind the boot. but um, Kawhi Leonard I see him I see him going to Miami and uh, Durant, if he ever heals up, Phoenix, definitely Phoenix. And that'd probably be all part of the LeBron deal going to Toronto. So uh, when it happens, uh, just remember you hear, heard it here first uh, on Burning Daylight. Just, uh, just an old broke cow hand uh, who happens to know a little bit about basketball. So. Anyway, there you go. That's my episode of Talking Out My Ass. Today's show is brought to you, once again, by the D-Bags. Don't be a gunsel. And um, I've had a few comments on what a gunsel is. And uh, typically a gunsel is kind of kind of described as somebody who looks like a cowboy, dresses like a cowboy, but overall don't know what the fuck they're doing, and and they're pretty prevalent anywhere you go, and some people have different names for them depending on what line of work you're in, but for us in the cowboy world, we call them a gunsel, but anyway, Don't Be a Gunsel is a website started to, uh, started with the working cowboy with who has a sense of humor in mind and they also have line of merch that you can buy uh they got some hats and some stickers and a coffee mug uh you can find them at don't be a gunsel on instagram and facebook and uh if you go buy any of their merch make sure you use the promo code burning daylight and get 10 percent off it'll help them out that'll help me out and you get some cool shit for a little bit cheaper and their prices are already pretty cheap, so go I'll go check them out, support them, and uh, use the burning uh, burning daylight promo code B U R N I N D A Y L I G H T. I uh, I spelled the daylight wrong yesterday because uh, I'm a fucking hand, that's why. But anyway, go check them out. Don't be a gunsel. 
Well, it got hot today, and uh, I started out pretty gung-ho on my honeydew list, and uh, I began, became less gung-ho the hotter it got today. And uh, So I'm still plugging along at it, but I've uh, been making sure to uh, keep plenty of this uh, Coors Light on hand. Because it's, uh, Coors Light's mostly water, so I ought to stay plenty hydrated. But I am working on taking down the yard fence and moving said yard fence to another part of the yard. But I'm trying to do it while keeping it intact. So that's, I'm very good at demolition for the most part. If there is, if you're not trying to salvage anything, but this type of job takes a little more precision than I typically use on construction work so it's taking me a little longer but we're getting there and uh hopefully it'll win some win me some brownie points with the old wifey and uh that'd be nice i really don't have to do much to get brownie points with her she she kind of likes me for, for whatever reason so today's music is uh, brought to you by Ian Munsick. <clears throat> I had never heard of this fella until uh, the other day my buddy Andrew, who works for my brother-in-law, sent me a message on Facebook with a YouTube video and said uh, this would be a good song for the podcast and I fucking dig it. So I messaged uh, Ian himself and told him, hey, I'm planning on using it he said go ahead so um this song is called uh uh weakness and uh i kind of like it hope you guys do too but you can go check him out on on instagram at ian munzik so i was telling you all about uh my circle of friends there in college how i had quite a few buddies from Denver and then which in turn I met their buddies they grew up with and then vice versa with Southeast Colorado and, and my Denver's, Denver buddies but so speaking of that my buddy Ruben messaged me last night and Ruben went to high school with my buddies uh, Nick and Aaron who I shared a a bathroom with in the dorms two of my good buddies and Reuben was uh, went to high school with them and was good buddies and they had grown up together and uh, Reuben's a Mexican American fella and good dude he is the if I had to describe what John Cruck meant when he said I'm not an athlete I'm a baseball player it would be Reuben because Reuben does not look like a typical athlete, but the dude can ball out of control on a diamond. Like if the guy was a uh, was was a hell of he could he could hit swing a hell of a bat back in his day, and I think he still can a little bit. But anyway, he messaged me and uh, and said he was loving the show, laughed his ass off at the at the Trump rope and the Mexican steer, and uh, and to keep it up because it reminded him of, of uh, college days, just 
pounding brewskis with the boys. And I, I said, that's awesome, because that's exactly what I was wanting to do, was just make it feel like you're sitting around telling stories, bullshitting, and drinking a few cold ones. And uh, that, to me, that is the best time on earth, is just getting, getting together with my friends and my family. And we sit around, shoot the shit, make each other laugh, and, uh, and then proceed to get drunk. And that, that, is, uh, that is my ideal example of a good time. And uh, so for, for Ruben to say that, and he's out all the way in Hawaii right now, by the way, so that's, that was just really, it was really cool and uh, made me feel good. So uh, thanks for that, Ruben. And uh, you're the kind of inspiration for this next, uh, this next series of stories about my college days and buddies. So, my buddy Aaron, great, great friend of mine, uh, like I said, he, he shared a, a bathroom with me and my roommate Rob in our freshman year of college, and then we roomed together for a year, and then we, but we've been, we've been close ever since, and he, uh, as good of a buddy as he is, I still gotta give him some shit, cause he is, he's an only child, and it shows. So, we were, uh, playing Halo in the dorms one night. It was Halo 2, right after it came out. I had won some, some competition in my U.S. government class. I think it was, uh, predicting the 2008 presidential election, and then, of course, the Senate seats, and and you know all the major like national level uh, races, and whoever picked the closest to uh, being uh, whoever picked the most winners of it, or you know had the most accurate picks of the whole election, won a prize, and I I ended up tying for first, and I won a gift certificate to Amazon. And this was before Amazon was the behemoth it is now, but I, I bought a copy of Halo 2, and I got it, and we were, I was playing it, and then we figured out that you could, you could plug your internet cable into it, and you could play without having to go, like, the Xbox Live route or whatever, but you could play with everybody in the dorm on that network, and, uh, and you could play the multiplayer games, and so that's what we did, and we, we were not big gamers, I don't, I wouldn't say, I know, like, my other three buddies, Nick, Aaron, and Rob, they, they played a lot of video games, but I wouldn't call them gamers, really, and that was, the second game console I'd ever owned. My my grandma gave uh, me and my brothers a uh, PlayStation 1 for Christmas one year, and then I bought that Xbox right after my senior trip. And when I moved, moved out of my folks' house and up to northern Colorado. So, and that was the last... Uh, that was the last game console I bought until I bought my wife a uh, Nintendo Wii here about three years ago, and we've used for haven't used it two years probably.
but so I, I'm not much of a gamer, but I I thought it was pretty hot shit with this one. We got Halo 2 and we figured out how we could play multiplayer with however many people there were in uh, in Parmalee Hall. And turns out a lot of them like to play Halo. So we, we got to signing up and we'd get our ass kicked because we weren't very good at it. And uh, my buddy Aaron picked his uh, screen name as Haas something or other, but his, his high school nickname was Haas, H-A-U-S. And it just so happened that one of the guys that we were playing against had his screen name as Haas. And because Aaron is a single child, that pissed him off because he doesn't like to share. And, uh, he got all sorts of pissed. Well, then uh, the other Haas started like ganging up on on Aaron, and that the other Haas was far superior in his gaming ability, and uh, we were just getting fucking massacred. And Aaron got more and more pissed because he kept getting killed by the other Haas in just ludicrous ways, too. Like he'd be waiting for him around the corner or something and just like throw a grenade at him and then just like walk away and Aaron couldn't do anything and and it was he was just enraged and the other guy had a, a headset and we didn't we just had the controllers and the console and, and that was it so this other guy just kept talking shit as he was killing Aaron and which enraged Aaron even more and he couldn't even do anything <laughs> he like, Aaron loves a good argument, and he couldn't even argue back because he didn't know where the guy was, and he didn't have the headset to yell back at him. So, we had to kind of halfway talk him down from <laughs> going door to door looking for, for the guy named Haas so we could beat his ass. And, uh, I think that was the last time he ever played Halo with us. He still plays video games a lot, but I think that was the last time he ever played Halo with us. And, uh, man, he was mad. God, he was mad that day. And, uh, and it was humble. So, my wife and my sister-in-law went up to run a half marathon at Lake Tahoe today, and my wife got home just a few minutes ago, and she has got the jimmy legs going, folks. Her legs are uh, feeling like rubber right now. She uh, is a Spanish teacher, and they had their high school graduation last night, so she had to announce the names as they walked across the stage. And then she proceeded to drive from the school to South Lake Tahoe. Didn't get there till about 11 o'clock last night. Had to get up at 4.30 so she could go get ready and go to this race at 7. And then, uh, and then she proceeded to run and walk 13.1 miles and, uh, and then drive home today and she is feeling it. And uh, I always kind of give her a hard time about these marathons because I don't really understand them. Because they call it a race, but you're really not racing anybody. I mean, there's 
there's like a handful of people that actually actually race legit races for it but everybody else is just like trying to finish and uh, and you, you pay an entry fee and then you you run your race and then regardless you get a you get a medal at the end and I, I don't I just don't get it but uh, my wife likes to do it so more power to her and I will support her in that uh, but as much as I don't get it 13 miles is a long fucking way to run so congratulations baby you did more than I did today and uh, as much as I give you shit uh, at least you did it because I ain't going to and I probably never will so congrats and uh, that's pretty cool hopefully you recover real quick quick like Right now I'm grilling up some burgers for lunch off of this old Holstein steer that we uh, we butchered here about two months ago. He was crippled on, coming off the truck. He had like a pinched nerve or something in his hip and uh, every time he moved any faster than a walk his back end would try to pass his front end so we called him Tokyo Drift. And I thought I was going to have to butcher him pretty pretty early maybe a thousand pounds because I thought his back end was going to give out on him but I ended up kicking him in our one of our hospital pins were with our chronic cattle so he had no competition and that sucker took off and uh, he ended up feeding out to about 1400 pounds and uh, I paid very little for him I, I basically all I had in him was a feed bill and a and uh the butcher bill and uh he turned out really good uh, a lot of marbling on his steaks i'm going to throw some of those on the grill tonight i'll take some pictures of them you all can be jealous and whatnot and uh it turned out to be really good and the beef has been excellent so we're going to have some pretty juicy burgers i'll post those up on, on facebook and instagram so like i said you all can be jealous because i'm not only am I a top hand, I'm pretty good, pretty good hand on the grill myself. I've lived the life of a hired hand. I've lived the life of a working man. I've lived the life of a gypsy too, and I have lived the life of a drunken fool. Got a weakness for them old swayback horses Pretty girls and fine guitars Antique cars and cowboy bars Well, these hands, they build mansions and they built cow stanchions I rode them made my left few And I have laid them down on a bale or two I got a weakness for them old swayback horses Pretty girls and fine guitars Antique cars and cowboy bars 
livestock Punch post holes through hard rock No, they won't ever be cruel to you There's certain things that they just won't do These hands ride the sail block Peeled coyotes and tie pack knots They'll pick an old guitar too And that ain't all they'll do I got a weakness for them old Swayback horses Pretty girls and fine guitars Antique cars and cowboy bars Come hard for me But that won't always be I got a weakness for them old Swayback horses Pretty girls and fine guitars Antique cars and cowboy bars Pretty girls and fine guitars Antique cars and cowboy bars, yeah.